All right, everybody. Hello. It is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Tom Chenault and Adrian Chenault. How are you, little buddy? I'm fantastic. You ever been more excited in your life? This is going to be an awesome show. This woman is a powerhouse. And the fact that we even got her on the show is unbelievable to me. You have no idea. I mean, I hope you read that blurb that we put out about her accolades. And normally I read those, but <laughs> that would take the whole hour. But oh, I heard that. Suffice <laughs> to say, I mean, it's so unbelievable. But what I love about her is she's proud at her humble roots, at her start where she was a hairdresser. She had some tough times as a mom. She struggled through it, recognized the power within, became a doctor, got like knighted by the Canadian government, has been on every TV show, every radio show, written books, traveled the world, lit the world. Don't you love her? She's just awesome. Yeah, gosh. <laughs> and she loves Jesus. Can't beat that. Unbelievable. Happy Easter, Nicola. How are you? Oh, I am so amazing, Tom and Adrian. Thank you guys for having me here. It is so exciting to see you guys. This is so good. We are at a time of great fear that yeah. needs faith, that needs hope, that needs you. So, you know, a month ago or two months ago when we decided to do this show, it was a different world. And my message for the people listening to you was going to be completely different because I wanted to hear about your business success. And I still want to hear about that. But people need to get their hearts tuned up and understand that it's going to be okay. Would you talk about that a little bit? Oh, absolutely. You know, I know that uh, many of you out there are saying that these are uncertain times. And I can't, I can't agree with that. Uh, these times have been written. These times... You, you, you really don't know it, but you are prepared. We probably were just not looking in the right place for the answers. Uh, and, and so for me, I know that there does not have to be a world pandemic for you to have pandemonia in your life, for you to have um, crisis in your life. And, uh, you know, Tom shared about how, yes, I am always going to remain humble, because I will never forget those times where I was suffering silently. No one knew about those hard times I had, you know, uh, delivering and, and, and burying three children. And, and then now as a young mom at 23, uh, by the time of 25, learning that my son uh, that survived uh, being a one pound, 10 ounce baby, he was literally uh, now diagnosed with cerebral palsy. And when you begin to think about that, uh, this is 22 years ago, over two decades ago. And I was going through that. No one, I would walk to the grocery store, go to the grocery store, walk in the grocery store, show up as a hairstylist. People didn't know that I was in a crisis. And I turned to God. I cannot hide that. And, and in a time right here where people... Uh, maybe you may not have to identify with Jesus Christ, but everyone um, that may want to say, hey, I didn't just show up here, will maybe identify with a creator. Right. And, and this is where I want us to understand is that our source, there is a source, there is an infinite intelligence, someone uh, that knew, knows much more than us, always will, that was here before we got here, was, will be here after many, like think about how many of our ancestors are gone and yet there's still times there in the bible it says there's nothing new under the sun including crisis including whether we want to say plagues or what we're talking about now with us having this pandemic of illness including uh people unexpectedly from their families leaving the earth these are things that we we have seen and, and it's already been written as to every time we come back stronger. And then if we were to even go on the basis of the history of even our country, we know that this is a world situation uh, and we're dealing with it, but we come back stronger. Why? Because we are understanding that every problem has a purpose. I'm literally training on that now. Every problem has a purpose. When I go back 
and I look at the problems I have and people would call that, that was my road and I'm still on that journey. I'm never gonna be that smart where I come off the journey of learning and I still have problems, but I don't think about them the same way I used to. Uh, I, I look at it as it has to be a purpose. So the problems that I had of knowing how to come through death and come through uh, disappointments and come through doubting myself, that problem had the purpose for why I'm even on this show right now. That I can unequivocally know that if you choose to, it will not only be better, it won't only be okay, you won't just survive, you'll actually thrive. You'll come out stronger, you'll come out better, you'll come out uh, less than bitter, your heart will be more open. And I like to share that all the time. The problem has a purpose and the purpose is either going to be make some corrections, some choices. It may be for you to face some challenges, face them, the things you've been ignoring, the things you've been shoving up under the rug, the things we've been working and, and burying our heads in, it's all up in our face. And then it may be a purpose for an additional collaboration. And I'm so grateful to be here. That's so cool. And you're 100% right. For every one of us, you look back on the hardships of your life. And on each one of those, you come out the other side and there's something better than what was there before. And it's, it, you can't see it when you're going through it. It doesn't make it any easier. But it, you know, part of maturity, part of maybe spiritual maturity and, and emotional maturity is starting to go, okay, like, maybe I have seen this play out before. I don't have to get, I don't have to get so caught up in the fear and uh, the hardship of the moment because I know that this will pass. I know that there's, you know, that there's good on the other side of it, that there's a good plan for me in it. And that I'm going, you know, we, even as we face these things, we go through them for a reason, right? Like there's, you, you had, there was a lesson to be learned, whether it's a demon that you had to face, whether it's something that you had to grow out of or grow through and, this is the time, you know, there, there's an opportunity to embrace that a little bit. In your spirit, you know, I can feel it. You know, it feels like my wife's faith. You know, my faith is not that. I mean, my faith is neurotic faith, if it's even faith. Yours, I mean, I'm a nut. I'm not going to lie about that. And God is constantly, you know, whatever it is, the new chapter. I, as bad as the old chapter always is, especially with alcohol and drugs and all that stuff I went through. I did not want to let go of that rope, no bad. And God's just going, let go of the rope, Tom. There's a better life over there. But yeah. my faith was such that I would not let go of the rope. But my yeah. wife will let go of the rope. She's at peace. You're at peace. I'm so, you're at peace. Mm. I'm the only one that's not. <laughs> well, this make room, Tom. Because we have to make room. It's, it's okay. Let me tell you something. Just like the Apostle Paul, he said that there was a thorn in his side. And no matter how many times he asked God to remove it, it, it just wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. So everybody's going to have that thorn. Everyone is going to have, like, I posted earlier today, I had this whole lineup of all these amazing things I was doing. I do a podcast, Power Start Your Day. And that's what I tell people. Start off your day with gratitude. Start off your day feeling, being filled up. Start off your day in your own head before anybody else gets in your head, right? Yeah. And then as soon as I get off, I have my 25 year old texting me saying, mommy, I feel so sick. Mommy, I feel so sick. Now, here it is, I had all these things set up. My 12 year old homeschooling, uh, you know, and I had all these other things with, I just got off of a, a, a live with Ray Higdon, then I have you, then I have some other things. For and I had my day and I showed my picture and I said, this is gonna be a good day. And I get off. In a matter of 30 minutes, I hear my 25 year old, who again was three pounds, 11 ounces. He was my first child that actually survived. And now he's 25 and he had reflux and different things. And he chose, he didn't want to do network marketing. He wants to build up his own manhood and I got to let him do it. So he's still going out to work. And I beefed him up with all this nutrition and everything. And then when he calls and he said, now all along I'm praying, I'm covering him. Yes, I covered him with the blood of Jesus and I'm covering him and I gave him the nutrition and everything. And then the same thing that I feared, I hear him say, mommy, I'm so sick. I call, I said, what's going on? And his girlfriend said, oh, he's in the shower and he's laid out and, you know, and, and I don't know. And I said, okay, I had to quarantine my fear. 
We're talking about quarantine. I had to put the fear. I said, listen, listen to me. Are you listening to me? Yep. And he's like, yeah. I was talking to him. (laughs) I said, yes, I'm listening. I said, now, did you take this or did you take that? Got on the line with my naturopathic doctor. Yeah, we got insurance for all that. But I'm like, I'm a Jamaican at heart. We're Jamaican and Panama. We're going to go pull some bush and some root quickly, right? This natural thing is something of how my kids got off of asthma meds and all these things. And so she told me to do something simple as, it's something in our, she said, go get some clove and get some ground clove and put it in some hot water and have them drink it. And I said, what? What is that you're talking about? And she said, don't worry about it. I checked on them a few times. I haven't heard back. Because I quarantined my fear, I was able to make room for a solution. Faith without works is dead. Meaning you can't have faith and go do something without doing something. Faith is going to cause you to take an action. There you go. Faith is not a standstill deal. It's a verb word. And so I had to say, you know what? If he's afraid and I'm afraid, I know that's just going to multiply fear. So to neutralize that fear, I had to show him faith and show him. And he's like, okay, wow. I gave them specific instructions of what to do along with whatever the doctor told us to do. And um, it's hours later and I continued on with my good day. I was intentional that it was going to be a good day. Wow. That is phenomenal. And all you hairdressers out there, because this is, they paralyzed the hairdressers and the barbers. <laughs> I mean, it's so sad because those people, it's just wrong. And they just, it breaks my heart. But you were in the same boat. You just didn't have a quarantine all 22 years ago. You were just paralyzed by whatever was paralyzing you. There's a way out. Whether you're a hairdresser, whether you're this, whether you're that, whether you're the other thing, we've got to take a break. And we love Ted Anderson. We love the Genesis Communications Network. They put us on their radio show for the last 12 years. They've never charged me a penny. All you have to do is listen to their commercials. So please do that during this break. We're coming back right after this with Adrian Chenoff, with Nicola, and with me. So stick around. We'll be right back. Man, that was the tightest break we've ever done. We hit the nail on the head. Okay, now we're at the commercial, which is really, really fun because you can cuss. So that's exciting because oh. <laughs> <laughs> the FTC is not involved. She doesn't cuss. You don't cuss. I'm the only one that cusses. My grandpa's uh, curse. I heard him cuss the other day. He's not even 18 months. And he said something and it sounded like a curse word. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's exciting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's exciting. Ooh, he'll, he'll drop the F-bomb with you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. I don't know. Like something just took did something else because I didn't plan that. So anybody listening to the show on Facebook, please read the comments because literally everything, her podcast, her Pink Millionaire website, everything she is is Pamela. We have like a full time, I don't know who this woman is, but she types like the wind and she has no typos. And so she's got you dialed in in the comments right now because I want everybody to follow this woman's heart because she is the real deal, and I can't believe we're lucky enough to have her. Unbelievable. And you know how we got her? How? Contact mapping. Can you believe oh. that? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's up with that? I, I just, I'm, I'm, thank you for sharing that story, first of all. I'm, I'm just floored by it. And, and I, I was, I, I've been thinking about this a lot today, that we're in this time where, like, all the normal, we can't do all the normal stuff, right? We can't, you know, your little boy's not feeling good. You can't, like you're not supposed to go see him right now. You know, like it's like all this weird stuff. And I think, you know, prayer, like you said, is so important, but I think it's all like what you talked about, call the naturopathic doctor, call whoever, like we have to tap into our network during these times to navigate through it because that's really what we have to fall back on when the water gets deep, right? Right. Resourcefulness. That is, that is a wealth principle is resourcefulness. And Many of us don't assess or do the assessment on what do we have. We quickly go to scarcity, the opposite of abundance, and say, what don't we have? We need something else added. And then we overlook what we already have. And so my naturopath doctor, she's been with me for 11 years. I've known her since, you know, 11 years ago. And I was having some challenges, like as women, you guys, 
that one, but women, when they go through different, like um, whether increments of fives or tens in their life, certain things happen. I think men do too, but they don't just, you know, display it. And she was able to get me some really simple things to tell me to do. These are not things that I had to buy. These are things where like a lot of it was around our household or just knowledge of certain things. And I began to live my life with that because once you lose children, you're like, okay, mom, these are around. You can't lose any more children. Then I went into, okay, well, I want to I wanna add to uh, people's lives. And you're right, building a wealth network not just about money, about people who you care about. And I'm going to tell you, that came from giving. It didn't come from me just coming to the table with my hand out. It came from people that I added value to where they say, I just got to give unto this woman's bosom. I just got to, I got to show up for her. Yeah. You know? And that's powerful for people to have that principle. And I don't know, we could talk about that later, but it, it's so necessary to look at what you do have. Yes. And, and you'd be surprised. 100%. That's, that's so spot on. We're going to have to come back from the break here in a second, but I, you hit the nail on the head and let's go more into that on the next break. But okay. if you want to go in and check out what contact mapping is about, go to contactmapping.com slash trial and you can check out a little video there and kind of see what this is about. But this is the moment to tap into those resources and we're going to show you how to do it. Perfect. And we're back. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with little Adrian. And Hello, big Tom. And his big dad, Tom. <laughs> and uh, we don't have to social distance so much because uh, we're father and son. But his little boy, the little three-year-old that broke my heart, he came running across the room the other day and jumped in my, and I grabbed him. And he looked at me and goes, Tom, Tom, you're not allowed to touch me. And I just broke my, that's the truth though. I'm not supposed to be touching his kids. And uh, it's heartbreaking what's going on here for connection. Wow. It was really tough. And then I'm taking him about a half mile from my house and he fell off his scooter, lands on his face, scrapes everything up. And I had to make him walk home crying. I couldn't carry him because of the dang deal. So that was tragic too. So these are tough it's, times. It's not, it is not easy. But we got the queen of hope with us. That's right. How about Marianne? She goes, why do they call her that damn Dr. Nicole? I go, no, it's damn. Marianne, it's not damn. So was, I'm so sorry she said that. I did that. not say that. <laughs> I cannot believe it. Tommy. It was, I'm so sorry. That was just a joke. You were just going to figure out a way to drop a cuss word. I know that. what I had to. Yes. What did I say? So I didn't I tried it. either. You know, I'm all 100% real all the time. When I got invited to be a dame, I'm like, what is that? What's that mean? So cool. Do not want to put that before my name. And once I found out that it's pretty much like vowing your life yeah. to help people, I'm like, I'm all for it. Um, it sets you so apart with your heart. That's what I love. <laughs> not with your intellect. The doctor does that. That yes. thing is the heart. And that's what I, it turned your shirt pink. It's unbelievable. I love you. Yeah, my shirt pink. <laughs> you know, pink has a, a, a meaning. It, it stands for prayer, for impact, for nurturing, and applied knowledge. That's what it stands I knew all that, too. It's unbelievable. So talk, so talk about what those, those values mean to you, Nicola, and how they play out as you, as you lead your team. Yeah, and so when, when you're talking about the value of, of pink and the prayer, and it's so like breaking the rules, right? Because... It's so what people say, hey, nobody needs that God stuff in business. And I'm so grateful that I was a rebellious little kid that I would still follow my heart, even if it got me spanked. And, uh, and, and I have done that. And even in a time like this, my team you know, never stopped because they were looking to hear that voice. And that voice was coming from an authentic um, and definitely a fearless place of it's going to be all right. And I'm going to keep going until there's no more breath in me. And this is what we're supposed to be doing in this time. Leaders, I have a, a phenomenal mentor of mine, and he's passed on for years, a few years ago now. And he, he would say, never trust a leader who bails in a crisis. Dr. Oh Miles my gosh. shared that with me. He said, never trust a leader. Now, he told me this at a time when... Um, I didn't know what was the difference between quitting and transitioning, meaning that, like you said, Tom, sometimes we all hold on to things of old, not even realizing that 
God will say, hey, can't you see? I'm trying to do a new thing. And, and people want the new thing with all the old stuff. Yep. And you got to make room. You got to release some things. And I had to realize on what was the difference between release or repositioning. And the only way I began to get clarity was through prayer. Was through prayer. Because why are we going to ask a bunch of other confused people? They're only going to give you based off of their own experience. And most of the time, their experience is very hard to not you know, try to transfer your experience onto someone else's. Because if you see something that resembles what you went through, you're going to automatically say, oh, yeah, this is how it's going to play out. But if you can now point someone in a direction or say, go to the manufacturer, baby. I didn't make you. <laughs> know who created you? And see what they say about you. And when I began to realize that same gentleman is who told me, you will be known for success. You will be known for making others successful. And I paid attention. I listened and he said, you're not going to be known because you're so successful. You're not going to be known because you're going to be a celebrity. You're not going to be known. You're saying, hey, look at me. He said, you will be known for making others successful. Oh, my gosh. Don't you love her? She's unbelievable. Did you tell them, okay, so everybody's get writing comments about what a jerk I am about commenting on your pink shirt, but it's because, <laughs> on, it's because of the acronym PINK. I wanted to pull that out of you. Tell those people what PINK stands for. It's so awesome. Prayer. Prayer. I got to go. I got to go to who knows everything. Because there was times when there was nobody there. That 25-year-old that I talked about today, I had to drive myself to the hospital to deliver him. Oh, my gosh. There was nobody in the room that I knew. Not a Nobody I knew that I, I was seeing everybody face for the first time when he came. He was three pounds, 11 ounces, and I had to drive myself back home, heavy breast pump and everything. So it was prayer that drove me, got me there. Hold on, we got to take prayer. a break. So all of you remember we're at the P. For P. every letter with her is like 10 minutes. So we got three more to go. We're going to come back, right? This is a hard break. We got to stop talking. He did so well on the first break. He that I go. jacked up the second one. I'll so go that, I am in quick. On the no, line. you were great. You so were we were great. This is perfect. But this guy named Tom Sheffield is a nightmare. He's our radio guy that oh. hooked up the whole deal. And when I keep talking, I get so transfixed that I forget the breaks. And then he's got to chop it all up. And he comes to my house with a hammer because he goes, oh, Lord. This is so, so I will look at, I got what, one more break at what time? No, we got, they got this break and then we got another break. So we'll, okay, we got to handle. You guys, I'll do I and N in one minute. Is that okay. good enough? No, 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 no. You oh, got, we got good. hours. We got, we got a whole show. We oh, got okay. a ton of time. Okay, I just perfect. don't want to, I don't want to do that. The, the I-N-K in the, that's ink. Ink. Hey. The ink. All right, <laughs> good. That's a word. <laughs> All right. So what's going on, contact mapper? <laughs> Um, so I, I loved where we were on, on the last break. And so I actually, I kind of want to come back around to that. And this, this sense of the, you know, really in this time where it would be easy to think about all the things that we don't have and instead leaning into the things that we do and tapping into these resources and these connections and these relationships that we have, you know, for somebody who maybe that sounds like a stretch. What, you know, how, how do you actually do that, Nicola? How do, you, how do you delve deep into your relationships to navigate an uncertain time? Well, I can tell you, um, people always are going to be open to people who care. So in, in touching base with someone just to say, hey, just what's going on? I'm just checking on you. I keep things extremely simple. Yeah. Just checking on you. How's everything going? You know, there's a lot going on. But I, I just thought about you. Thought about you. Those words mean something. When someone say, I just thought about you. And you might say, well, how do you use that if it was uh, you're reaching out and you're trying to prospect for people for your, your business? And I had people call me trying to prospect me for their business. I don't get... Um, I don't get irritated. Why? I'm training people to go prospect for people. And I'm training people to look at people that you'd love to do business with. And I'll always, you know, I'm going to respect what I'm training. And so I'm going to say, hey, how's it going? I'm just checking on you. How's everything with your family? And we've heard that form, but I'm not going to do it robotic. 
Right. I want to know, like, so what's your situation? How's everything working with you? Just like I asked you guys, you guys social distancing? What are you having to do? Right. Or what's, what's going on? How are you dealing with these changes? What, what's, your, what's your situation? And then I'll be like, okay, but, you know, I, sometimes I'll ask them something like, well, what's making you laugh right now? Yeah. And, I, and I can share with them, like, what's making you laugh? What makes you laugh? You might can't go outside, but you can laugh. I, I shared with my Pink Millionaire Club, I told them, get you a song, baby. You need to get you a song and light a fire under you. Good call. And you, you plug in that song. Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking Well, mine is the, the little Before I Let Go with Beyonce, the little, the remix one. You know, <laughs> it's like definitely old one, but it just gets you, you know, the old school, the new school, make you want to dance and, uh, and work out so I don't gain 20 pounds in this house. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you don't want to, we don't want to put on the COVID-19, right? <laughs> exactly. I'm, I put on music because do you think if this was my last day, I wanted to be that I was afraid of COVID-19? Oh, wow. That's so good. That's so good. That's what's going to be on my, that's the legacy I'm going to leave for my kids and family is be afraid of something that you have no control over. Amen. No, thanks. That's right. Not, no, no. I'm not going out like that. Yeah. And, and reaching out, you're, you're showing people you care. You're showing people that you're thinking about them as an individual, as somebody that is, is worthy of that care. You are, you're inspired, you know, you're, you're passing that energy to other people, right? That's the, like, we, we can be that gift to other people to, to create that change, not just for ourselves, but for everybody else. And it, and it bounces back, right? It actually, like, when you send that out, it comes back to you. So it, it, I talk it, about money too now. Yeah. How you can build a business without that? I need to know. Are you good? All right, we're gonna be going back from the break. Look at my my coffee cup. I can't remember. Hire your brain, hire your heart. Yeah. Stop thinking. So we're gonna send you a cup. I saw how excited you were. I like that. Mary yeah, Ann, we'll even <laughs> we'll even give you a t-shirt, even though it's blue. But yeah, we love you. So we're gonna come back right after this, but don't move. Okay. Five seconds. And we're back. It's Tom Chanel. That's the Network Marketing Leadership Show. We got my little boy, Adrian Chenault here. And we have got the most beautiful, most genuine, most nice woman you're ever going to want to meet in your life, don't we? So awesome. And she was stuck on the word pink, remember? I do. So we got the <laughs> P out of the way. So now if you stuck around through the break, I'm telling you, the rest of this is even better. And you don't have to go slow. You've got like 15 minutes. So I don't want you rushing on anything. You can go slow. People are, yeah, you can go slow. You said you don't have to go slow. No, you don't, you don't have to go fast. <laughs> oh. this, is my first radio, this is my first radio show. I'm very nervous. You are, an, you are an intimidating woman, by the way. You know that, right? Are you serious? I've heard that before. Well, you Maybe really I are. I should yeah. intimidate, but it's not. It's impact. Scared the crud out of me. Yeah. So anyway, let's go. So here's what we've got. The beautiful word pink. What is it all about? The P we got, I-N-K. is prayer. I is impact. And impact, most people think like impact means like, I'm just going to be the boom. And I know people say, oh, Nicole is powerful, but I am nothing without God. Like, that's where my confidence came from. The word that he says who I am, fearfully and wonderfully made. And and, and things that were in my life that seemed so ugly. And he said, man, you're still beautiful. Those kind of things I kind of build up and say, you know what? Impact is just filling up somebody else's cup with what you got. Yeah. That's cool. That's huge. 100% right. Yeah. Fill up somebody else's cup. Because this is the thing where most people feel like I don't have any power. I, I'm at home right now and I'm depressed. I'm by myself. I'm by myself. I'm divorced. Um, you know, I'm, I'm struggling right now. I'm quarantined, but I'm, I'm fighting through whether a, a drug problem or alcohol problem or I'm fighting through. I'm, I'm not good enough anymore. I've made huge mistakes and now here it is. This may be my last day. The impact is why don't you share that you know you coming out, that you decided something else. Impact. Everyone has something that they can impact someone else because this is what I found. Since there is nothing new under the sun, the problem you have or had somebody else have it or had it. Correct. Yep. 1918, the other pandemic. Absolutely. Yeah. They didn't have 
anything. They didn't have Facebook. They didn't have any way to communicate with each other. They were just all getting sick with no solution. We're no we got, there you go. We got Fox News and CNN. <laughs> <laughs> so, impact knowing yeah. that not only that there is a solution, impact is becoming the solution. Amen. Nice. A little bit different because yep. a lot of times we stay on the outside spectating. We want to see what you going to do, what they going to do. Yeah. My question is, what are you going to do? How are you now going to bring what you have and make some sort of change? We already know that Big things come from the little things. I saw, uh, who was it, uh, Jeff Bezos, and talking about how everything that he did uh, started off very small. And people don't like to master the crawl. They don't want to master that small piece. But impact is even being able to tell people, hey, I was that overworked hairstylist, single mom, taking my kids into two prisons, and now I'm a person that I live for God. I've shared this with the world. I've built millions. So somebody could say, you a mess up and you went into millions? Oh, that's impact. Yep. You wow. messed up that big and you still can call God's name and still walk fully in this world. Oh, that's impact. Oh, you can be ridiculed, still talked about, and you still go out there and still do what you need to do. That's impact. You can still be a mom who still call her husband king, but you go out there and go get your business done. Oh, that's impact. So guess what? What's your story? Make impact with your story. Everyone has one. If you didn't know what your story was now, you could write your story now. Just do a journal. Check out what's going on with your life now. You have a story. You probably didn't think it was that big, but everybody's story is big right now. The ones, especially the ones who decide to survive. Nobody want to hear about the crash. They want to know what happened after the crash. That's so true. Wow. And you got to go tell it. You got to tell, tell it. Story. And then going out there doing your part, being a philanthropist. I love to give. I started a foundation and during COVID-19, no, I can't give out you know what Jay-Z and Beyonce doing. I don't even know what they're giving. And that's the point. Stay in your lane. I give what I can give. I identified who I was going to give to, what I was going to do in my part, because giving is more fulfilling for me. I know I'm going to receive, and I do what I'm supposed to do to receive so I can give. And I like that cycle. It makes me feel good. When you're making impact and you're giving value to people, whether they're purchasing from you or not, then now you know that you are now going to be reaping what you've sown in another direction, maybe. And then now when you start talking about um, nurturing, yep. taking care of yourself, your spiritual and mental health is out of the heart flows, the issues of life. It's where you are mentally, where you are in your heart. That's how you gonna roll, baby. That's how you gonna roll. Haters don't just become haters overnight. Typically, if you go deeper, the hateration really first starts with themselves. Yeah. You can only just be a mirror. You're only going to just, you know, deflect your reflection. Wow. That's big. You deflect your reflection. So when you now say, I got to nurture myself, then now guess what? You can help someone else. So you get on a plane. Most people say, I'm not getting on no plane right now, girl. Don't even play with me. But I'm telling you, if you got on a plane, and then the air pressure go down. I've been on enough of them. And God graced my life that I came off these planes. I was just traveling even while the pandemic started. People had on masks and I'm like, okay, what's going on? Let me tell you something. They say, put the mask on yourself before you can put it on anyone else. Now, sometimes you got to do that fast. We're not talking about put it on yourself and then you just marinate in it. Sometimes you got to do it fast. So while you're building up yourself every day, still go out there and maybe share what you learn about nurturing yourself and then now you can nurture others. I'm that person that may have been one of the most responsible people in my family, my nucleus family, that I'm the one that they call. But I nurture myself enough to where I'm not doing it out of guilt. I am that one that I'm gonna give and I'm only gonna be a cheerful giver if I say, okay, this is the boundary right here. Nurturing, you could create boundaries and still feel good about yourself. Yeah. 
Wow. You don't have to give until you feel dead. Yeah. If it starts making you feel depleted, then you got to check the heart. You got to go back and get yourself filled back up and be okay with saying, okay, I got to draw the line in the sand. Take care of yourself with God. Take care of your body, your health. People are saying to me, Nicola, you're looking younger. And I said, you know what? Because I didn't realize I was doing something to my body that I didn't realize. I was, I was eating things that had gluten in it. Now you got to understand, like I share with you, my family come from the islands. We like rice. We like, we like things that have gluten. But I had to get down to the basics and say, well, what are the things I can eat without feeling deprived or left out so that I can be around for my grandkids? Good I was starting to feel like I was 20 years older. And I just rid something like gluten out of my diet. That was just for me, I'm saying. Yeah. Nurturing is paying attention to what your body is saying to you. Yeah. If you keep going in the atmospheres where you're feeling down and depleted or whatever, switch that atmosphere up. I don't care if you find a little corner in your house. There was a time in my family, in my marriage, you guys know, I always have to tell them where I came from so they can understand that I mean business about where you could go. My husband and I, we were on the brink of a divorce. People want to know why I pray. I was that praying wife. And I can tell you one thing. I was a praying wife, but I was mad at the things that was going on. <laughs> mad praying wife. Okay? You can be mad and go pray. I say, listen, I am real. And all I can tell you is that I had to find a place in my house, and it would be in my kitchen, where I would cook. And now people want to know, why do I love to cook? I, I talked to God in there and there was an area right in my den, right off from the kitchen where I prayed out loud. And the human side of me was like, and it's still there like, dude, I'm ready for this to be over. Yeah. But I had to find some places in me. People don't know, my husband and I, we, we literally just did a, a, a day to pray the other day. And we prayed for 12 hours straight people and then we at the end we had a breakthrough for our own family we realized that in quarantine there was still some remnants of that stuff that was going on and they were showing up in other places and when we were able to talk publicly we, we're, we're open that's where i that's just where my thing is let it out yeah and my husband said and we were on a live like this and he said my wife said to me i said i was sorry but i never repented and i'm like I don't need to repent to me. Like, be clear. Don't make it seem like I'm queen now in the house, but I am not God. I'm not telling you, get on the knees to me. And he said, I repented. He said, I never knew what she meant. And he laughed. He said, I wish you would have told me that a long time ago. Like, we could have stopped all that drama years ago. But <laughs> wow. so we had a breakthrough. Yeah. In front of everyone for them to know, yeah, I was still getting up still doing my power start your day, still praying through. And I didn't only pray for myself. I was praying for the world. I was praying for people, impact. And people got impact from that to say, wow, they are so real. They are so, you know, what are we going to act like? Just because we smile on pictures that everything is always hunky. That is unrealistic. Quarantine going to make you face some things. Yeah, no kidding. And it has impact, nurture. And I continue to take care of my family. Even through the times I wasn't feeling good about certain things, I never stopped my responsibilities. But I couldn't have done that if I didn't feel good myself. And then I nurture, and I'm able to, now if I can nurture my husband, I can nurture other people. But nurturing sometimes comes with tough love. And that's where the knowledge come in, the K, applying the knowledge. When you start doing all this stuff and now you can go out here, trust me, if you're network marketing it's about relationships i've been in this industry now 12 years and i'll see people break down relationships for no reason so i thought but it was the reason not that they don't have a prayer life not that they didn't have intention of making impact not that they don't nurture themselves but sometimes we just don't really understand on how to apply the knowledge of treat someone like you want to be treated <laughs> 
And so the knowledge of, okay, if I accumulate this information, I know nothing new is under the sun, so it's not for me to hoard it. I share it. If I learn how to do something differently, I'm not only going to do it differently, I'm going to share it. And literally, that becomes a cycle of building wealth. All right, we got to take a little break. I'm so glad that the whole thing wasn't called Pinkalicious or it would have taken <laughs> We're going to come back right after this. This is so cute. You are adorable. This show is exactly how I wanted it to go. We'll be back right after this. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Tom and Adrian Chanel. You are such a beast. I love you. I can't <laughs> believe it. Isn't she great? Fantastic. Yep. It's exactly what people wanted to hear. You have no idea. And I know a lot going on with a lot of people watching this show that needed to hear exactly what you just said. And thank you. Now I have to go home and repent. <laughs> <laughs> Did you turn my phone off? I, I just turned this. I was trying to turn the volume off because it was, you can oh. still hear it. I thought Adrian was acting like I was distracted. He no, reached no, down and turned good. my I phone yeah, off. And I like keeping an eye on people asking questions no, of you. Good. Sorry. Yeah. So I thought, <laughs> I thought I got a slap down from my son in the middle of the show. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> that's not no, a very good content. That wasn't what I meant. Everything she is talking about plays right into who you are as a human being. I, I could only hope that. We're true. <laughs> but I, I, no, Adrian, I felt your spirit from the time I met you. Oh, that's so kind so of you. Right. You are such a beautiful soul. Thank you so much. I, I loved, first of all, your transparency of, of sharing that experience with you and, and your husband and, and, you know, kind of facing together. But I, like, I think you're so right. This is this time where, you know, we have to, we're put in these positions where like, whether it's inside of your house or whatever, like you have to face up to what your relationships are like right now and who you are and how you're going to show up because there's nowhere, like there just isn't anywhere to hide right now. And I, I think that really we're see like you have to decide in this moment who you're going to be because you could easily just watch Netflix for two months and like not show up at all. And no, like nobody would blame you or notice or whatever, because you're like, you can just hide behind you're stuck in your house or you can decide I'm going to show up bigger in my relationships with my yeah. family and my spouse and my kids. I'm going to show up. I'm going to put myself out there into the world in a new and bigger way. I'm going to reach out to people and love them in a way that they have that, ha you know, that I haven't done before and people need us. But like, this is a, this is like a moment of truth. I think for all of us during this time, do you know who I'm calling myself now? Who? Dick <laughs> Tracy. I am calling myself Dick Tracy. Cause remember, <laughs> On Dick Tracy, that guy had those wristwatches and he'd talk to everybody. And all I do now, I love Zoom. I didn't love Zoom. Zoom was foreign to me. I didn't love Skype. I sure as heck didn't like FaceTime. And now I'm telling you, literally everybody I talk to, I hit the button and they swallow their cigar and we're talking face to face. Their hair looks like shit. They can't believe that I did that to them. And it just happened to me, a lady in Australia, it must be early in the morning there sometime. So I just woke this poor woman named Jeanette Anderson up and she'd look like terrible. And she's going, I can't believe I have my camera turned on accidentally, but I'm getting to see people real and I get to be real with them. And I am closer locked in my house with people than I was a month ago. I wanna thank Zoom. I wanna thank FaceTime. I wanna thank Skype. I wanna thank the pandemic. I Cause I am getting closer to people, not farther away. And that yeah. is cool. Don't you think? It's beyond cool because yeah. I was that person that had to touch people too. And I was just sharing on how over the years I was able to learn more from the younger people in my teens uh, that, you know, they're normal. Like what we're calling it a new normal was already normal for them. No question. And, we gotta, we're the commercial's going to end. We should talk okay. about this. Yeah. I can't do that same rant about Dick Tracy, but it'll be <laughs> five more seconds. And we're back. It is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Adrian Chenault and Tom Chenault and contactmapping.com. That's true. And uh, just an amazing little application, not an app that you've developed for people connecting at deep, deep levels, like, you know, like Nicola's husband, the construction company owner. That was a little tiny. My little brother weighed one pound, six ounces when he was born. 
Wow. That was 60 years ago. And uh, he disappeared for three months because he was in the incubator and my mom was with him. Yeah. And it completely changed my life because every morning these four old maids, we lived on a dairy farm and these four old maids would uh, take care of me and my, I'd go, where's mommy? And they, you know, they're trying to explain to me as a three-year-old where my bro- where my mom was and my brother. And all they could ever say to me was be good and pat me on the head. But no matter how, no matter how good I was, my mom never came home. And that affected me badly. So all my life, I've been this good little boy. If you know me, I'm a good guy. But it yeah. took a long time for me to realize that that being good was tied to a major negative in my life. So the better I was, the more cruddy I felt. So all of a sudden, I finally did a bunch of personal development, network marketing, and yeah. understood why that emotion was hidden behind it and rigorous self-inquiry like you talked about earlier. And I became a better man as a result of that. But I know what it's like to have a preemie baby and around the house, it's a lot of work. And oh. my heart goes out to you with three children and that fourth one with the cerebral, cerebral, cerebral palsy. I yeah, I mean. I love you. Yeah, you're talking about coming home with babies with heart monitors on. Oh. Uh, my son is 22, had a heart monitor, and I was only 23 wow. with a baby with a heart monitor that you couldn't lay in the bed with you because you, he needed to be really firm, you know, on in a, in a crib that was firm, and that if he turned over, you didn't know if he was just trying to turn or you didn't know if he was cold blue you didn't know at 20 you were a kid you know right now you're, you're you're not a kid anymore and you know it's so everybody's trying to visualize you with a little t- you were a child and i had a two-year-old a toddler. i had a toddler because i had my first son at 21 that's what i mean unbelievable and so what that's what i'm talking about where i was saying that was a crisis yeah. and then when they came through they had all these respiratory issues and i was always you know i didn't even have to call the doctor's office i can go just knock at the back door and 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 know and and i can text the nurse and they know it's me open me up through the back door i didn't have to go through the waiting room yeah. that's how many how much i was in doctor's offices and so um at some point in time you have to say i, I can't be scared anymore yeah. these are. are my babies i gotta figure this out and so that helped me be a nurturing person but i also had to get tough and, and kind of wrap around and knowing how to decipher through emotions. And, and so when you start thinking about that, yeah, it's not like I'm a superwoman. I wasn't trying to be a superwoman. I was trying to survive. I wasn't trying to be a superwoman. This thing, you know, I'm like, I'm a person. And, but that also sometimes is a fault. You said, Nicole, you're intimidating. I'm like, I, I know it's the, probably the force. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Good. But it's that knowing that as long as I wake up another day, it means keep going. It meant that I had to, I knew this show was, you know, I've met you four or five times in my life. And every time I hear you speak and every time I get to shake your hand, I am in awe. And I prepared for this show hard, knowing you were going to be exactly what we saw today. And I knew you were going to blow our heads off with our, with your heart. And I love people like that. And I like being intimidated with people like that. You know, (laughs) you made my day is what's happened. And you've shown so many people today hope, but you have to do the hard work to get to where you want to go. You didn't get here by riding some magic carpet. You said, I am not going to live this life. I'm going to change it. And you went and did it with God's help, but you did it, right? That's right. And there's three things, three pillars that I stand on. And number one is the discipline. That's the word people don't like. I just trained on that. And, and, you know, they don't like discipline, but it's like, it's what keeps you in a regimen moving forward or toward the result you're looking for. We don't have to have the, we have the wrong understanding. Like, think about it. Anything you're disciplined, in and you do it consistently, you're going to get a, a better result than someone who's inconsistent. Same thing with network marketing, discipline, dedication. That's showing up regardless. It may not be the best day, but that's not an excuse. As a matter of fact, your best day and you still show up will tell other people that they show up when it's not their best days. And if you keep showing up when it's not your best days, guess what happened to your days? They get better. Yeah. Discipline, dedication, and determination. 
Dedication and determination are not the same thing. Dedication is saying, I'm showing up, but determination is saying, I'm moving this shit forward. That's what kept me moving up and then creating, you know, massive results in business is saying, I'm not doing business to stay stagnant because I know that nothing stays the same forever. If it stays the same for a long time, it's not going up, it's going down. And this so is I the- keep going so I know I can keep going up because if not, it's going down. And this is the time to go and build that dedication, that discipline. Like, this is it. Because if you, if you don't do it now, you've got the space to do it. You've got no, you know, that you have, that is, that's in the realm of what you can control. There's all this stuff out there that you can't control. Go stay in that lane. Use this time. That's what it's all about. Thank you, Nicola. I mean, this was a highlight of my life and I'm an old guy. So it's pretty crazy that it took 68 years for me to hit another thing on my bucket list, but you show up like that for me. Wow. I want you to know that. And I've watched you from afar. I've been a fan from afar and I can't thank you enough for taking the time to be on this show with us today. You're a rock star, young lady. Thank you. Thank you. And Tom, can I just say thank you? When you start talking about even the people that you bring on the Network Marketing Leadership Show and leadership the highest position in network marketing, right? The highest, when you now can lead someone to someone else and do it consistently. And you've shown that and your transparency has been so enlightening and you and your beautiful wife. I mean, it's been amazing. And your family, you showing that your family, you're showing up. I am just so honored for what you bring to the industry, what you brought to my life. Every time I see, I can't stop laughing. And I love to laugh. Yeah. Because I've had so many times where I cried. And so- I love the light and you bring that, you light up everything. I just love you guys. I thank you so much for having me and even allowing me to be unhindered and be yeah. me. Thank you. You are a rock star. Say goodbye to her. Thank Adrian, you. Adrian, so Okay, I'm calling you. Text me your address so I can send you a couple coffee cups and a couple t-shirts. Yay, I love coffee. All right, baby, I love you. See you later. See you later. Right, thank you. Everybody, see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can get a lot more content like this going to contactmapping.com.